Hey everyone, I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast. Every week we bring three headlines to the table, two of which are fake, fake and one of which is real. Real. And we try to guess which is which and we have a little bit of fun along the way. Yeah. Um, you can find us on all the social media sites. Uh, we are on Twitter at FakeHeadPod. You can search for us on Facebook at Fake Headlines Podcast. And now we're on Instagram, also at Fake Headlines Podcast. So give us a follow. And live. Are we recording? We are recording. All right. Welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast number seven. Welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast. This episode is also sponsored by... Kitty Box Press. Yes, for all of your screen printing needs. Yes, if you need t-shirts, they can do it. If you need posters, they can do it. If you need a really bomb-ass sort of logo for your brand new podcast. Kitty Box Press is the place to call. Kitty Box Press is the place to go. Um, We are hoping at some point to have the owner of kitty box press on here as a special guest yes it was in the contract for the sponsorship is that they yeah. required to be a guest on one episode and, I, and we said fine that's totally cool that's totally cool you're a funny dude i think you can handle it yeah so, so at some point we will hear ian come on as a special guest and he will play along with us yeah as soon as we can work out the uh, logistics and timing and all that good stuff so until then he will continue to be our very special sponsor yes and uh, check out kittyboxpress.com for uh, more information and also fa- uh, Kitty Box Press on Instagram and Facebook as well. Yes. And now on with the show. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Episode number seven. All right. Let's do this. All right. So uh, you guys know it's a fake headlines podcast. Three headlines were going to be read. We've, we have not heard these ahead of time. Uh, I have some for Tiffany. Tiffany has some for me. We have not heard each other's work. We're going to, one of them is real. We're going to try to guess and we'll just have some fun. Yeah. So do you want to go first and read your headlines? Uh, or do you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll read mine first. Okay. Let's go with it. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. My first article. <laughs> New bo- beauty trend alert or booty <laughs> Goodness gracious. I like a good booty trend. (laughs) (laughs) That booty is on trend. (laughs) Um, It's been a lifetime of that. (laughs) Your booty is on (laughs) (laughs) point. It's okay. We're married. We can can flirt. Yeah. Um, And we do. New beauty trend. New beauty trend alert. Sour milk and honey. <laughs> Sour milk and honey? Yeah. Okay. Article number two. Kidnapper accused of using alligator to hold man captive. Oh my god. Okay. And the last one. Irishman comes forward with story from his childhood conforming existence of Loch Ness. Ooh. Existence of Loch Ness. Yep. Okay. So, new beauty trend alert. Sour, sour milk, milk and, and honey. honey. 
the second one is kidnapper accused of using alligator to hold man captive. And the third one, Irishman comes forward with a story from his childhood confirming existence of Loch Ness. Confirming existence. That must be one heck of a story. I know. Okay. So new beauty trend alert, sour milk and honey. I wonder if this is, uh, is this like a facial type situation where you rub sour milk and honey on your face? Is it yeah. like an exfoliating property? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, um, a lot of hand soaps have moisturizing milk and honey in them. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, and and I, I guess maybe... Sometimes I put a little squirt of that hand soap right into my tea. That is not what you should be doing with that unless you have a filthy mouth and you're trying to clean it up. Well, you live with me. I think you know the answer to that one. Yeah. Uh, I still don't approve of using soap to do that. <laughs> I was thinking maybe it could be like a, uh, well, it's a beauty trend, so it wouldn't be. I was thinking of it as maybe a type of deodorant. You, you could do that. that sour I milk mean, and honey on your pits. That sort of stuff is inclusive with beauty trends. Uh, it could have to do with beauty is not just necessarily makeup or facial stuff. It has to do with all skin care. It's not just skin deep. Right. Absolutely. Um, it also reminded me of um, like people that use like cloths with silver lining in them to like clean stuff with instead of using actual chemicals. Oh yeah, I have heard of that. It's so strange to me. Like why? Why would you do that? Like why don't you just rub some pennies on <laughs> on yourself to clean? Oh. Which I do. I do do that sometimes. No. Yeah. What are you, a real life Scrooge McDuck? Maybe I like to take a, a swim in a. <laughs> tub full of change filthy change it's that's so just kind of mcducket for a minute <laughs> new beauty trends sour milk what would the, what could that possibly do i guess the honey would be kind of uh cleansing but the sour milk does it just kind of suck the dirt out of your face yeah yeah i you've you've seen the various things that i put on my face at night uh, that's true crazy masks yep. uh slices lotions. of cucumber <laughs> yes I don't. You have like a whole salad that. on your face at night sometimes. There's croutons involved. It's really, it's, it makes me hungry, quite frankly. Sometimes I just drink ranch dressing at night. <laughs> sometimes I get my, like uh, <laughs> blue cheese on my face, but it's not for like a beauty reason. It's just I'm very a uh, sloppy eater. Yeah. I don't think it helps in any way. Well, I won't discount that. <laughs> <laughs> or sour milk or is it something you drink and maybe it just gives you a glow because your body's busy fighting toxins and <laughs> bacteria and yeah. sour milk yeah what kind of uh, qualities what what sort of things or bacteria has sour milk developed once it has gone sour i don't know I you can't know think of like a fungus it's like a fungus of some kind growing i, I guess maybe is you it? drink it and you start just uh spray pooping and it helps just make you thinner that's that, those are that's terrible. Well, I don't know. I'm am d- guessing. I don't know. That's I'm, gross. I'm not, a, I'm not a beauty expert, uh, which is contrary to popular belief. I know he's a very good-looking guy. Oh, Great shucks. skin. <laughs> that was genetics. Oh gosh, I'm part <laughs> Greek, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, kidnapper accused of holding and wait, not holding an alligator captive. The, a kidnapper held someone captive by use of alligator. Yeah. Like, did they just, like... Like, instead of a gun, he was, like... Holding an alligator like a rifle? Yeah. <laughs> All right, get in the, get in the van. <laughs> get in the van, man. <laughs> or I'll sick this alligator on you. Like, where do you find... Well, I guess you can find an alligator at a... Do they sell alligators? Where do you find an alligator? I don't think so. Isn't there a local uh, pet 
well, not pet place, but a local place that has oh, aquarium. Like lizard th- people. Not they're not lizard people that run it, but that's the. Nor do they sell lizard people. But they have uh, different reptiles and things for sale. But they have a rescued alligator, I believe. Oh, okay. A rescued uh, alligator that has a background in kidnapping, and maybe the alligator was his idea, like or her yeah. idea. Yeah. I shouldn't be sexist when it comes to alligator kidnapping. Right. But maybe the alligator planted the seed in the person's head and it's like, hey, I got a lot of experience at kidnapping. What do you say? Let's make some money together. <laughs> no one, no one's going to question the authority of an alligator. No, especially when you're holding it like a rifle, which I think is uh, very amusing to me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I guess maybe uh, it, it's like you said, it using the alligator to coerce the kidnapped person into the van or was the person being held captive in the alligator's stomach like maybe the alligator you know how the alligator doesn't the alligator i don't think it's a jonah and the whale sort of situation (laughs) that's a snake i'm thinking a snake yeah i don't know things Uh, we've established this many episodes (laughs) ago I don't know. I'm constantly amused, bemused by the world. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What a world of wonder I'm in. <laughs> How do animals work? Um, yeah, so it's not. <laughs> Kevin, can you tell me the difference between a tiger and a raccoon? You know, I looked at some pictures and I just called the police and reported a tiger <laughs> loose, loose in the streets. <laughs> but an interesting idea to a kid, uh, like. Would you, in the, is a part of the uh, kidnap letter, like usually you would send a, like, I have very little experience in kidnapping, but from what I gather, <laughs> you uh, spend a lot of time having to cut letters out of magazines to, to put together a ransom note, which oh, is right. very difficult. Yes, it's yes. A lot, there's a lot of magazine buying. Where do you even find magazines these days? They're so very expensive. How do you find magazines with numbers in them? Right. Numbers, letters, like a good font that you're comfortable with. I yeah. mean, magazines are like $10. Do you ever look at the checkout line at like some of those dumb magazines that are hanging up there? That's half the artistry is finding the correct font. I know. It's like hours of creating the... I mean, once you have someone kidnapped, then you're spending hours and hours putting together a carefully crafted ransom note filled with various fonts and you want it to be authoritative and you want to have a, an alligator there guarding your captive mm-hmm. person because you're you have be, a lot of work to do right you're, you're distracted by fonts yeah you need some help you need all the concentration you can get right. and so the alligator is over there just doing its job or maybe the alligator is helping maybe the alligator is very good at magazine sourcing cutting the, the teeth can cut right through the paper right maybe uh the alligator is the one who applies the gorilla glue to keep the the letters right that right there so once you've crafted the ransom letter and he's do you good. make mention of the alligator like I'm, i have an alligator here as well just so you know maybe your loved um, one is being have, guarded by an alligator they have the alligator lick the stamp they probably do and you know they include in on the ransom note i mean this is a very long ransom note yeah very inclusive multiple pages long multiple pages and it explains that you know if you don't believe me about the alligator just test that stamp (laughs) right test you'll find alligator dna on that stamp Mm -hmm. and the kind from saliva not the other kind right so don't get crazy because i don't think it's traceable they can't trace that dna back no there's not an alligator dna database is there no not not. that i know of not that i'm aware of Mm -mm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) so just the act of the ransom note alone 
you're talking probably I'm going to say fifty to a hundred dollars, maybe just in getting enough magazine base letters. Yeah. Or do you go to like a? Could you get magazines at like a thrift store, like older magazines, or maybe you just make a several appointments at doctors' offices and cancel them and just get the magazines out of there. So a lot of the a lot of the ransom note is like highlights magazine, like their font on the cover. <laughs> It's just those letters. So you have to like. There's craft. a lot of sad kids out there. <laughs> and you have to craft the ransom note using just highlights, like the letters that make up that word, because those are the, that's the best font, really, in that entire magazine. Mom, what's Hig lights? <laughs> it looks like alligator teeth have chomped on some of these toys in the doctor's office. Should I be concerned? <laughs> it's a lot of work for a ransom note. Yeah. You, it's almost like you almost forgive the kidnapper for a second just for being so creative and putting so much time into it. And I mean, hats off to you, kidnapper. I'd like to know the secret to befriending an alligator. Yeah. That could be very useful. Your lifelong companion. Yeah. Maybe it's like an emotional support alligator. You just got to keep the jaw Aww. maybe taped shut when you're in public or something. Like a muzzle of some kind. Right. Also, you know, I've heard that alligators have big mouths. They'll release all your secrets. <laughs> Alligators are the least trustworthy reptile. I think we all learned that in school, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Big mouths. <sighs> and story number three. Irishman comes forward with a story confirming the existence of the Loch Ness Monster. Isn't that so sweet? Wow. I think, is... he's, I, I think he's probably old. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. Yeah. Loch Ness Monster has been around for a while. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder how this story came about. Like, was he... Did he witness the Loch Ness Monster? Well, how can you have a story that's so compelling that it proves the existence? There must be, it must be a real doozy. Yeah. Almost, uh, almost as much of a doozy as having an alligator kidnap partner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> partner in crime. Irishman comes forward with maybe, story. maybe the Loch Ness and the Irishman uh, robbed someone. Maybe he used Nessie as. His partner in crime in oh, a past that's crime, it. and that's why you can't find the Loch Ness monster. Loch Ness monster has been laying low for a long time, waiting for the heat to blow over yeah. the crime. Yeah, yeah, makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. This is why we don't have a lot of Loch Ness monster footage. Thus, we can all still believe in the Loch Ness monster, even though there's a million cameras in the world, and surely by now we would have taken a photograph of it. Let's still believe in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for all we know, she swam straight north to the pole. You know, that's true. She's like she's laying low. I assume it's a she. Yeah. Her name is Nessie. That's true. That is sort of a, 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 a feminine name. Yeah. I guess. Nessie. I I mean, and the, I, again, what do we know about Ireland? The only thing not I... Not a lot. We, clearly. We've had a couple clearly. stories about Ireland that we do not know anything about. Sorry. Uh, the only thing I know about the Loch Ness Monster is for a couple of summers, I worked at Darien Lake uh, in the Kitty Park area at first where I operated a roller coaster called Nessie the Dreamy Dragon. Aww. Yeah. And you'd let it go around three times, and then and when it got to a certain point, there was a giant lever that you had to pull slowly to allow it to stop where it was supposed to stop. Mm-hmm. And um, when the park used to get rented out every summer by uh, a religious group, they would kind of take over the park for the weekend. Sure. And a lot of the rides had to be renamed because... Oh, that's fun. That's nice that they do that. They didn't like... Like, the Viper was a roller coaster. They didn't like that name, so they called it um, the it? Holy Roller. It got, like, a new logo put okay. over top of it. Okay. And um, well, It's fun to kind of stay with their theme. Yeah. And even Nessie, the Dreamy Dragon, had to be renamed. And I cannot remember now what it 
was renamed to for the weekend. Little Lizard. Little Lizard. Little Lake Lizard. (laughs) Friendly Lake Lizard. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. As to not scare children or, you know, not fit into their belief system or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was interesting. Um, But I've always kind of, I always thought, like when I was a kid, I always thought the Loch Ness Monster was real. There used to be. I was so fascinated by it. Me too. I was fascinated by any of that kind of stuff. Like there was a, a book in our middle school library that was all about like the unexplained. Like it had. Like, it talked about Nessie, it talked about Bigfoot and UFOs. And that book, if you were to look in the card catalog, card thing, you would see my name on there constantly as being the person taking <laughs> that book out. So I, was I guess there were that. worse books you probably could have <laughs> taken out constantly as a child. That is true. There was that book, and there was also, at the time, there was a, another very popular book. This, this book wasn't popular. But the most popular book, it seemed, was a wrestling, like a wrestling encyclopedia <laughs> book. It was this big, like, oversized book that had Hulk Hogan on the cover. And it just, like, every page was, like, a different wrestler and, like, a biography of them. And that book, like, was never, like, I remember being on the, like, all the school buses would line up. And you'd get on the bus at the end of the day. Like, I remember my friends and I sitting there. And we looked out the window and we saw someone on another bus next to us with that book. And we're like, there's the book. We were so excited just to see. Someone else have it out in the world. in public. Like, the book does exist. (laughs) I must learn all about the junkyard dog. If only I had that book. (laughs) But that was like the elusive book for us in middle school. I think the book that (laughs) I probably checked out the most was... um, I can I can remember what the cover of it looked like and it was like this black and white thing black and white illustration with I think hints of red on it and it was basically like about it had a bunch of ghost stories and stuff in it really? like tales you shouldn't you should tell in the dark or shouldn't tell in the dark or okay. something something along those lines I can't remember what it was uh, called Tales from the Crypt No oh, okay. although I would probably watch that too <laughs> I, yeah, I can't recall what it was, but I always really liked, you know, paranormal ghost stories, mm-hmm. too. things that were unexplained. Unsolved Mysteries is my favorite thing. Absolutely. Um, so the, the idea of the Loch Ness Monster being a, a possibility, that's really fun. Yeah, absolutely. What, that's what really a fun idea. Captivating as a kid. And you're like, oh yeah. my gosh, the world could have these things out there. Yeah. Like there was a movie called... Um, Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> It was called Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And, um, <laughs> no, um, I think it was called Baby, maybe? Secret of the Lost Legend or something like that. It was about like a f- them finding like a dinosaur in like the jungle somewhere. Hmm. Like people f- trying to find it and then they found it. That's all I remember of the movie. But that was a big... I remember as a kid watching that a lot thinking that was really cool. The idea that like cryptozoology existed and there's people out there looking for like things that they thought died years ago that are still around. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a joke in there, but I'm not that fast on my feet. Um, like the the coelacanth, it was a fish that they thought had that had been millions of years extinct, and then maybe within the last hundred years, they found someone caught one while fishing off like the coast in like South Africa or somewhere. What the heck is that? And it was like a really weird looking fish that people just thought had been extinct, and then someone just found one, like so. The, the, thus proving that they are still out there i'm gonna so, need to look this up yeah because I'm, that is not something i'm familiar with yeah so there's i mean that's possible like there are little stories like that that, that i guess give people faith that maybe there is a bigfoot maybe there's a loch ness monster there are parts of the world that are uncharted still that maybe things could be like the yeti and stuff like that that could exist in remote areas but you would think that the Loch Ness Monster, there's been so much interest in this for so many years, and everyone and their grandmother has a phone with a camera on it. You would think by now that maybe 
there'd be some more compelling footage, but there still really hasn't been anything. But, I mean, I don't I don't know that much about the Loch Ness Monster, but, you know, in terms of what it could possibly survive in, but the ocean is a vast area with depths unknown, mm-hmm. much like space, where we don't know what sort of creatures could be laying dormant and are unknown and um i think we're still discovering new species of of water life mm-hmm. all That's the true. time right we found uh, very strange like translucent creatures in, in weird caves underwater yeah that have just grown to exist without sunlight and certain things that would have made it be more normal looking. <laughs> <laughs> so know. all we know, Lagness has uh, made her way out to the ocean, and right. maybe there's several Loch Ness monsters that we just have never seen because the ocean is so large, and it's not like we often spend a lot of time out there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if the if people are spending time out in the ocean, it's because they're fishing or they're on a, their way to somewhere, or on a cruise, or on a cruise, uh, which I will never do. No, thank you. <laughs> for the for the. Uh, sole purpose or sole reason that a Loch Ness monster could derail or <laughs> crash into the boat, right? Right. That's your only fear. Nothing else against uh Loch Ness monster straight ahead. <laughs> Suddenly they crash. Oh. Someone wasn't paying attention. Hmm. Sounds and then they familiar. tried to call for help. Next thing you know, there's a giant diamond just floating to the bottom. Mm. Sad. <laughs> I mean, even there may have well have been a Loch Ness monster that uh, passed away like maybe that's why we don't see it anymore right yeah you know people saw it up until a certain point maybe right they don't anymore i don't know but i remember in that book there was a like an underwater photograph of like what looked like a giant fin or a flipper so i thought it was like one of those ones with like the like one of the dinosaurs with like the long neck and like flippers yeah that's what i've always imagined yeah. it looked like so that but then there, i'm also a brachiosaurus? The, i think so i don't know dinosaurs i, I, I wish i knew them more as an adult, I forgot them. I can't tell the difference between tigers and raccoons. So oh, that's true. Uh, but I remember also in that book, it did talk about how there was like production of like some kind of movie or something about the Loch Ness Monster many, many years ago. And the giant thing that they made for Nessie like sunk. So maybe that could be like resurfacing if that's still together, if, if that paper mache <laughs> dragon is still out there. I really hope that at some point we are able to do live video podcasts where you guys just see us recording because the animations that Kevin does with his face and hands are <laughs> like it adds so much more to the story or the things that he's trying to explain because there are certain times where he'll like put his finger up like he just had an idea <laughs> and it's an exclamation of what he's about to explain and it's just it's so fun. I'm very passionate about the Loch Ness Monster. Hand right up again. Hands up. Double guns. Double guns um. right now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so back to this Irishman, um, I, w- I would think that maybe, maybe he must be older because he's talking about his childhood. So maybe right. he went on a fishing trip. Maybe he was raised by a Nessie. I don't know. I mean, you you can you can go fantastic in your stories, but... <laughs> I mean, this guy has to have learned how to speak. Like, he can't be yeah. Mowgli in the Jungle Book. Right. He can't be a feral kid. And he then can't be Tarzan. That's true. Okay. Maybe maybe Nessie, w- maybe they had a conversation once. Like, he popped up and was like, hey, kid, 
I'm real. Maybe. Tell your friends. <laughs> Maybe <Peace>. he. <laughs> Maybe he uh, wrote Nessie like the never-ending story. Yes, exactly, oh. exactly. Never-ending story. You're right. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. It, and you said I was being too fantastical with my first story. Of, I don't know what yeah, you mean, Kevin. Okay. Well, these are all three beauties here: beauty prod, beauty alert, sour milk and honey. A kidnapper accused of using an alligator. Four, if you count your wife. <laughs> and an Irishman with a story confirming the existence of Loch Ness Monster. I'm going to go with the Loch Ness Monster story as being the real story because I want it to be real. Because I want to know more about this story. Incorrect. Ah, oh, son of a gun. All right. I really tried to sell it, though. Oh, you really did. You really did. Um, all right. Okay, so that's, that's not real. Um, I'm going to go with... The kidnapper with the alligator is the real story. That is the real story. Yes. That's the real story. All right. Tell me more. I need to know this story here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I'm i sorry to have given you a beauty trend one. Well, I'm not really sorry. You guys, in real life, uh, not that this isn't real life, but um, it, I do not pride myself at being able to lie at all to people i'm a terrible liar <laughs> and i have a lot of fun doing this with kevin because i you're, I, learning, I you're just, learning to lie to your husband i'm learning okay, to perfect. lie to my husband podcast over so <laughs> i really hope you guys support that okay so um this story is originally from cbs but um i saw it on huff post weird news and uh so here we go uh Kidnapper accused of using alligator to hold man captive. The suspect allegedly sent a ransom photo of the victim. <laughs> and the alligator? With a live reptile <laughs> on his back. Oh, no. What a creep. Uh, the, it actually surprised me where this took place as well. Um, because I usually think of the state as like kind of hoity-toity. I don't know if we have any listers in Connecticut, but... Oh, you're right. It is kind of a hoity-toity state. It is. Yeah. People it's are wealthy there. there yeah. um, authorities in Connecticut recently arrested a man who allegedly used an alligator in a bizarre attempt to extort money from the family of a man he's accused of kidnapping. That's why it happened in Connecticut. There's lots of money to be had there, so you do. that's where you do your kidnapping. Oh, just wait. Uh, the victim, identified only as a 21-year-old man, reportedly told his aunt he'd been kidnapped and the man who abducted him was demanding was, was demanding $800. Oh, come on. <laughs> ransom in exchange for his release. You're going to go through all of that effort for $800. <laughs> oh, he could have spent that on magazines making the ransom now. <laughs> right, you're, like, you're, you're at a net loss as far as... <laughs> The profit you're making off this ransom. When the woman demanded proof that her nephew was unharmed, the kidnapper allegedly texted a photo. Texted. That's what gets me. <laughs> texted a photo of her nephew hogtied in a tub with a three foot American alligator on his back, baring its teeth. Oh, three feet. That's, that's kind of big. Three feet. Okay. It's still gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's scary. I thought it was going to be like a little t like uh, with a six inch baby alligator <laughs> crawling on its neck. Yeah, newly hatched. <laughs> Police, uh, this is, I love dumb criminals. It's my favorite. Uh, police traced the phone that had been used to communicate with the aunt and of were ultimately able to find the suspect and the victim at a hotel. Authorities said the victim had burn marks on his face and arm and he had allegedly said the assailant had inflicted them with a lighter. Yeah, gross. Uh, 
The suspect, who was reportedly armed with a large knife. So he had a knife and an alligator. All right, sir. Uh, sounds like overkill, sir. <laughs> it was identified as Isaias uh, Garcia, 30, of Garland, Texas. Uh, a woman at the hotel who identified herself as Garcia's girlfriend reportedly questioned was reportedly questioned but not charged. Oh my God! It is an outrageous case, but it is clear from the evidence that the young man's life was in danger. The police lieutenant Christopher Lamain told Connecticut Post, True. "This was no joke. It's unclear whether Garcia knew the alleged victim." Bridgeport police did not return multiple calls for a comment. Christopher Lomain of the Lomain Noodle Fortune, of course, living in <laughs> Connecticut. Of course, yeah, that Multi- makes multi-millionaire sense. police detective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Garcia faces multiple charges, including kidnapping, attempted larceny by extortion, owning an alligator. That should also be a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm surprised that that's not added to the uh, charges. The last real part that I want to throw in here is that the gator which authorities say was unharmed, was picked up by the State Department of Environmental Protection. So the alligator was unharmed. Good. The victim was unharmed, and the bad guy went to jail. So I call that a win of a story. That's a win. You know, I think the guy was just trying to recoup the $800 on just the magazines, I think, that he had purchased for the ransom note. I can't believe that. Like, you hold someone hostage, and you're like, I demand $800. Like a weird amount. What? It's uh, it's like a a weirdly specific amount. Like, Like, You must have known him. Yeah, I would think so. And the $800, maybe it's like rent or something for the month. You know what I mean? Like, what would you be... That'd be terrifying if your landlord went all batshit crazy and was like, I demand this month's rent or I will hold you hostage with an alligator in your own tub. Well, I think the guy, <laughs> I don't know, eight, some some places, you know, $800 in Connecticut, though, that's the kind of thing you, you're walking into. You get a, a one room rental. Like most, most. It's uh, a shared bathroom. Gross. <laughs> it's a shared uh, bathroom with a family of alligators yeah. in Connecticut yeah. for $800. Gross. It's very expensive. Yeah. Ugh. That is crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That was fantastic. <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah, go. You you good job. All right, here are my three headlines. Mm. Are you ready? Mm-mm. You're not ready. Mm-mm. Tiffany's not ready, so here's I a drink some interlude water. song until she's ready to write. All right, here we go. Three headlines. Mm-hmm. Headline number one. Disney Star Wars Park to sell Ewok furry pedometers to track your steps during visits. <laughs> Ewok. Disney Star Wars Park to sell Ewok furry pedometers to track your steps during visits. Okay. Headline number two. Scranton PA Tourism Board announces yet another record low year since the office has been canceled. Oh, that's so sad. Scranton PA Tourism Board announces yet another record low year for tourism since the office finale. Okay. And headline number three. Irish, again, another Irish story. Uh, Irish we love you, Ireland. <laughs> I hope we have listeners there. And they, you know, I, if if we do, I know we have some people who listen in the UK, but I mean, we could use a little bit more knowledge about. Yeah, we're dumb. We dumb. About England and Ireland and. The Loch Ness Monster. The Loch Ness Monster. And I'm sure that there are. People who have visited Ireland frequently enough to can give us a little bit more information. Yeah, and not every story out of Ireland is bizarre, but here's one. 
Irish Village claims fumes from nearby Viagra factory are giving men and dogs hard-ons. I can't. <laughs> I can't with that. Viagra. Irish Village claims fumes from nearby Viagra factory are giving men and dogs hard-ons. I'm just going to... This is my note for this one. Viagra Ireland boners. Like, that's... <laughs> That was the name of your uh, ska band in high school. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they were good. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to use that joke every week. You're, that was your ska band. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are the three headlines that I have. I really like the, I think, okay, I think the Star Wars Ewok pedometers, I think that's so cute. It's a cute idea. It's so cute. And it gets kids excited about walking mm-hmm. and and seeing how much you've walked. And parents could use it on their kids and be like, you walked 10 miles today. Right. I think you should probably go to sleep. Don't worry. The princesses will be there in the morning. Right. You've walked five parseps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I think it's a fun idea because there's a lot of walking going on at Disney. <laughs> What's a parsnip? Just a kidding. Pars- <laughs> I did the Kessel run in five parsnips. Uh, uh, but yeah, the only drawback, I guess, would be a furry pedometer. It might get a little sweaty while you're in the uh, Florida humidity. Yeah, that's gross. But I do like the idea, though, because you, there's a lot of walking happening there. It's a very expansive. Not ju- I mean, the Star Wars park alone is, is supposed to be pretty huge. But then you add into that all the rest of the wonderment of Disney and you're talking, you're probably walking a lot of miles. Yeah, absolutely. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. And and so they would, it, would people rent these or would they, okay, so they I rent- think so. I think that's what it, yeah, if I recall correctly. Yeah, you would kind of get it as a part of your ticket and then you would kind of hand it in. But oh, I think there's an option to buy, you know, like one of, you know, the gift shop at the end of the day or whatever. Yeah, like a, a souvenir a Fitbit. Right. They should just maybe, maybe instead of, um, to open it up to people that maybe can't make it to the park, maybe they should sell like a little app or something that goes on your smartwatch that keeps track, a little Ewok inspired, uh, you know, graphic. Yeah. Maybe put a little furry band on there. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I think I recall. And Ewoks have very tiny legs. So whatever measurement they're using, you may actually be walking farther than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I recall when I was a kid. And I'm sure that they still make them watches that had like you had the normal face of the watch, but then it had like this little cover that would kind of clip down over it. So like oh, okay. a like a clamshell sort of top. Like change up the look of it? Yeah. So you'd have like you know, like you'd flip it up and you could see the time, but then you flip it back down, it's like the face of Darth Vader or something. Oh, okay. Um or like I think they had like mickey mouse ones or something when i was a kid that's cool um so even if they had one that kind of looked like that so that the band was still plastic and able you were able to wash it so that the Mm -hmm. next person could use it in a sanitized way yeah and then like you know each each person would have like a little clip that it would go down and yeah so maybe the the furry part comes off and yeah that that can be like replaced and then the actual body of the thing itself then you get to keep it as a souvenir along with how many miles you walked Right, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty cool, I think. And yeah. That's a nice little takeaway from there. You reminded me of my favorite watch when I was a kid. Cool. I had, I had this multiple times. Um, it's, it was a little... Squ- was that a play on words just now? No. You had it multiple times? Uh. Your favorite watch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I love a good pun. You do. <laughs> um, it was a little uh, square 
watch face and it would pop off of the wristband and it would turn into a little robot man. Like the sides would flip up and it'd be little arms and like the bottom would like pull out and there were like two little legs. So like the, and like the time was across the chest and there was like a little black piece of the top. Kind of, it was kind of like a little thing you would wind it with, but when you spun it around, it was like a robot face. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I love that watch. And like I would wear it until it would break and then I would get another one. I I, I one time looked it up online and people were selling them for like a lot of money on on eBay. So it didn't seem worth getting it. But if I ever saw one cheap, I would definitely want to get one again. That's fun. Yeah, it was really cool. (laughs) The most boring story in the world about my watch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Hmm. I love that. I like I like the Ewok. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Kudos Uh, to you, Disney. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Scranton, PA has low tourism since the end of the office. Yeah. Hmm, that's sad. Like, I imagine there was low tourism in Scranton before the office. Because why would people go to Scranton otherwise? I mean, it is the electric city. (laughs) But, (laughs) why would you... What? (laughs) I said the electric city. (laughs) But why would you want to go there? Uh, But yeah, I imagine people probably did flock to Scranton during the the office's run on television. Yeah. Looking for various spots for paper. I would go I would go all there for all my loose leaf needs to Scranton. (laughs) (laughs) Someone someone's just still driving around looking for Dwight Schrute's beet farm. (laughs) I really hope that there's an actual like person who is dressed like Moe's who's just running everywhere. <laughs> I wonder if there are like uh, pe- like tours for the office that go on there. Like I don't know where the office was shot. Like if they did any actual filming in Scranton, probably not. Yeah, I would assume a probably lot of some it's exteriors done were done there maybe. Yeah. But um, yeah, like let's find the restaurant where the Dundies were done <laughs> that one year. <laughs> let's find the exact chilies <laughs> that Pam was kicked out of. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe there, there are actual little stores there that sell Dundies. Yeah. I would take advantage of it. Why wouldn't you? I mean, what else is happening in Scranton? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's sad that the, the show is over and has been over for a while. Um, and that the tourism might be going down there, but look, them's the breaks. Yeah, I mean, you had a good run. That's just how it is. Just like The Office had a good run. Yeah. Please don't ever bring it back. It's done. Leave it. Ooh, really? See, I feel the opposite. I would like to see like an office, like a, like not like a series, but maybe like a, maybe like a 90 minute episode. Where are they now? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Just like maybe once every few years, they do like an hour episode or something. Yeah. And I, I would be okay with that. I think we're going to see a lot of rebooting of things because there's so many outlets to fill with content right now that like... We have a few ideas if anyone's asking. Yeah, hit us up. The direct message us on Twitter, Fake Headpod. We have uh, new ideas, new and original. Fake Headlines Podcast at gmail.com. We could help you out. It'd be fun. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. But like so many things are... Like there's talk of 30 Rock being rebooted. There's ta- Parks, like and Rec. Parks and Rec has, has talked about they would do it. So there's a lot of stuff. You know, Roseanne just had a nice run <laughs> to being rebooted, but we won't get into what happened today. Um, but yeah, so that's it's possible that you could see a resurgence. I'd be okay with it, but you wouldn't be okay with it. No. I, I see what you're. I think I understand. I like the. I it's like like people didn't like how Dexter ended, but I don't want to see it come back and so they can try and fix it mm. essentially. Okay. But I, you know, I I'm 
I'm happy when the show is over because like, all right, they wrapped it up. It's in a nice little bow. Mm-hmm. And there's room for new characters out there. Yeah, that's true. Plus, The Office is one of those shows that you can, for me anyway, and for a lot of people, I, I Watch believe. It over you, and over. Yeah, it's 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 uh, highly rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, I'm usually staring at my phone most of the time, so I've missed like 25% of every episode. So every time I watch it, I see something different. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I uh, I think that's true whether you're staring at your phone or not. Uh, it's like I've been rewatching the Mindy Project lately, mm-hmm. and it it's been so long since I saw the original episodes that I just I forgot. Mm-hmm. And it and the Mindy Project started I don't think that long after Mindy Kaling left the office. Um, so it's like like. In my head, like I could still see like the parallels between Kelly and and Mindy mm-hmm. a little bit, and and so that's fun. <laughs> I just really like Mindy Kaling a lot. <laughs> um, but I, you know, the the news story of uh, Scranton, PA, low tourism that it makes sense to me. I mm-hmm. mean, so moving on to boners. Let's move on to boners. Irish boners. Talk about an Irish spring. Ew. <laughs> so Zing. That's so dumb. Bada boom. That's so dumb. I know. Oh, I'm, I'm fully aware. Laughing. No, don't be. It's it was funny. Okay. So uh th- there's something like there's gas emitted from this factory that's causing right. men Ir- and animals? Yeah, men and dogs. Irish village claims fumes from nearby Viagra factory are giving men and dogs hard ons. So, like, dogs are just walking out with their pink. And, t- <laughs> <laughs> and every per- every guy's walking around with, like, I imagine at the factory, like, there's all these people in, like, white lab coats with, like, boners sticking out. <laughs> Everyone's just walking around with a pillow in front of them. <laughs> don't look at me. Uh, Dr. So-and-so, it's time for your presentation. Um, I'm going to just stay right seated right here, if you don't mind. <laughs> Give me a minute. I, uh, it's very embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's very interesting. Before the Viagra took the uh, Pfizer that makes Viagra, before they moved in, they took over an, an existing factory. And before they moved in, all the silos were flaccid, just kind of hanging down. Aww. And now they are They're sky perky high. back going straight to the sky. Those are some rock hard silos they got yeah. going on there. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Big, girthy smokestacks. The <laughs> Uh, there was a Girthy lot of build up to that joke. <laughs> Wasn't there? There was <laughs> Girthy Smokestacks was the country western band I was in in college. That's a lie. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Girthy Smokestacks. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, I wish like even the even the even the women have boners walking around there. It's crazy. I don't I don't know how it happens. Don't ask me. It's a powerful drug. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool they get it for free. Um. So it. Okay. Which what what kind of fumes could be emitted into the air that would cause this to happen? Is it just like, like something? that um triggers something in their 
brain clearly right right so whatever the active ingredient is in viagra maybe there's parts of it that are getting you know maybe some of it's getting thrown away for whatever reason and it's burned up and the fumes are flying around over the irish town i'm surprised that it it wouldn't be something that's in the water right yeah that's true say that it would be in the air right seems a little less plausible to me interesting okay I didn't know you were a uh, factory scientist, but this makes you're 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 making some good points. <laughs> factory scientist with a boner walking around, <laughs> pointing, <laughs> making good points and bad points. Oh, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like some of the sp- maybe some maybe some pills are falling into the <laughs> fur- furnace <laughs> and burning. I don't know. I just imagine, like, you, you know. <laughs> I imagine everyone's flocking to this town in the nearby areas that need, that have troubles. At least some people are. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are just leaving town. Like, <laughs> I've had enough. Well, you know what it made me think of is remember a couple episodes back, we were talking about the horny goats running around Ireland. Yeah. Could they be affected by this? Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe it's a nearby town. Right. It's like a Pepe Le Pew situation where they smell it and they just like, and they go off. Yeah, that could be it. It might be. Oh, man. Okay. (sighs) Which one of these is real? I, I feel like each of them have possibilities of being real mm-hmm. but i i want the real one to be the star wars ewok pedometers mm. it's not though is it it is not real so it's the scranton pa one that's the real one the scranton pa tourism board is not real are you kidding me i am not kidding you according to oddity central Irish Village claims fumes from nearby Viagra factory are giving men and dogs hard-ons. Is that what you were giggling about this morning? <laughs> the article, yes. The article I was giggling about. <laughs> yes. We, <laughs> we were looking for articles uh, recently. and <laughs> This morning. This morning. And I, <laughs> I just... We're just silently looking at our phones and then I hear Kevin just like burst out... <laughs> and I was like, you found a good one, huh? Well, it, you, you don't often see a headline that includes the words dog hard-ons. Yeah, that's upsetting. That really struck me. It <laughs> <laughs> really got oh, me. Oh, The dog hard-on really got oh, me. Oh, no. Mm. Just read the article. All right. UK pharmacies will be selling Viagra over the counter in starting in the spring of 2018, but the men in Ireland's Cork County don't need to pay for the erectile dysfunction drug. In fact, they don't even have to pop the little blue pill at all. The fumes from a nearby Viagra manufacturing plant reportedly have had an arousing effect on the male population. Oh my god! The villagers claim that even their dogs roam about in a state of arousal. Basically, it's a case of love is in the air. But it may not all be fun and games. Viagra is a cash cow for the U.S.-based pharma giant Pfizer, which has had this particular factory going for about two decades. According to a a company statement, the stories are an amusing myth. Our manufacturing process has always been highly sophisticated and highly regulated, Pfizer says. Still, the stories have been circulating for years, and there are too many accounts to just brush off the issue. So they're saying it's not true that people aren't walking around with 
Hard ons all the time. Right. Pfizer is claiming this is not true. It's a funny story, but it's not correct. Okay. Um, rumors of the factory fumes are making men and dogs frisky have been around for years. With the spotlight turning to Pfizer's facility, it was only natural that reports would resurrect the story of the special air quality in the town. Here's what some of the villagers had to say. We've been getting we've been getting the love fumes for years now and for free. Love fumes. <laughs> love fumes. It's amazing the number of people who come to this village, perhaps out of curiosity, and never want to leave. They settle down here. It's hard to you know lug that around after you know. <laughs> uh, what? Luggage. Hard to lug the lug luggage around. You know, you, once you get there, you want to stay right there. Oh, you thought I meant no. They settle down <laughs> here, as they say. There's something in the air. Not that we need it, of course. <laughs> oh, this Irishman. Oh, so funny. But for some fellas with problems in that department, it could be a blessing, according to local Sadie O'Grady, whose daughter, Debbie O'Grady, jokingly added, one whiff and you're stiff. <laughs> I like that they have a good sense of humor about it. They do. That's good. Yeah. So that's interesting. And also, so yeah, Viagra is being going to be available over the counter over there. So I think that's what this story okay. uh, was has been going around for years. But I think that's why there's a renewed interest in this particular story because of it being... Uh, the first one of the first places i think in the world where you can just go in and get it off the uh, over the counter uh-huh. so interesting yeah wow well girthy silos that does explain the horny goats mm-hmm. girthy silos or girthy smokestacks That's girthy it. smokestacks yeah. yeah girthy silos was a side project i hope that one day we have merchandise and that's a t-shirt <laughs> girthy smokestacks yeah <laughs> And Chance Gloverman. Uh, so many great ideas for bizarre shirts. Yeah. Well, good job, Tiff. Good job, Kev. Yeah, that w- these are some very strange stories. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Well, you guys uh, know where to find us on social media, I hope. And uh, if you have anything that you'd like to say to us, uh, please hit us up on Twitter at FakeHeadPod. Yep. You can email us at uh, FakeHeadlinesPodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for Fake Headlines Podcast. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.